And so that's the series we're dealing with. Why did he die? You know, that's a good question to ask because if we don't know why he's died, then we don't know why he's alive. And so we got to know everything to know, to, know, to know what it's all about. And, and last, last Sunday we talked about to stop, to think, and observe. To think about your life, the, the whole part of your life. Think up to that moment and up to that time. Even today, you can stop and think, where am I? Should I continue on this path or should I make another direction? Did, am I about to make the right decision? Am I, should I turn left? Should I turn right? Should I go straight? Or maybe I need to reverse. You know, there's... There's questions we need to ask ourselves because why? Sin is trying to overtake our lives. Sin wants to, wants to confuse us, wants to deceive us, and Satan's right along with it saying, get him, boy. Because he wants to see you fall down. He wants to see you destroyed. Whatever God's for, guess what? Satan's against. And, 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 and I, I like to say this, me and my friend Lana, we say this because Pastor Brand says this all the time and says that uh, Satan doesn't like me and I don't like him. And guess what? The feeling is mutual, you know. Well, I don't have any problems with it because what? He's not on my side, but hallelujah, Jesus is on my side. But yet, but yet before Jesus got on my side, I too was at a crossroad that I had to stop and think about my life because I realized that I was going the wrong way. Has anybody here realized you were going the wrong way before? And going the wrong way, you know, oftentimes they may have another sign saying, do not enter. You know, in case you didn't catch it the first time. <laughs> You're going the wrong way. Stop. Do not enter. And oftentimes they have it right there before you go past the wrong way sign. But you know what I did? I went past the wrong way sign. I was so happy going the wrong way, I kept on going. How did I know I was going the wrong way? How did I find out it was the wrong way? Sometimes going the wrong way, I am confused because I'm following somebody else. And so I assume they're going the right way, so I might as well go the right way. But really, I'm going the wrong way. Are y'all with me here? And, 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 and when you're going the wrong way, sometimes it takes time for you to find out that you're lost, to find out that you're going the wrong way. I've been lost plenty of times in my life. Uh, spiritually, I was lost, but also I'm talking about now just physically I've been lost when I would go with my parents and we would go to amusement parks, we would go to the mall, we would go to even the grocery store, all right, grocery store. You can't go nowhere else but the other aisles. I would get lost. Why? I would leave my mother and go to where the, the toy aisle was. Now, my mother and her great infinite wisdom she had, she knew where I was. But I did not know where she was. And so when I would turn around and go to the aisle she was last, she's not there. And I'm scared, looking for my mom. So I yell out, Mama! And this is the only time I could call my mom by her first name because you know, there's a lot of moms at the grocery store. I go, Gene! <laughs> That's just so I could hear her voice so I could I'll find her out. But yet, when I was there with the toys, I was happy. I did not know I was lost because I was found by the toys. What was it? I was enjoying my pleasures. 
oftentimes in life, we're going the wrong way, but we're excited by what we're surrounded in the wrong way. That we don't think we're in the wrong way, we think we're okay. But then it hits us that there's no security when you're lost. You don't feel safe when you're lost. When I was lost as a child, if I was lost, I had no way getting home. When we're lost, we're away from home. We're, and when you're away from home, you're away from protection. You're away from security. You're away from feeling at peace. And when I was away from my mom, I did not have peace. I didn't have security. I was scared. But when I saw my mom, I was feeling good. Might be someone here that might be lost. Might be lost in sin. Might be lost in uh, fornication, lost in uh, alcohol, lost in weed and drugs or some other kind of abuse addiction. Might be lost in just telling lies. Might be lost in stealing. Might be lost in just want to be just defying, want to be a rebel, want to join gangs, just want to rebel against your parents, just want to rebel for any reason. I'm familiar with rebel for any reason because I used to do that myself. That you would just get so consumed of doing what made you feel good. That you, didn't, you weren't concerned about who you hurt as long as that you were not hurt. You didn't care who felt pain as, as long as you did not feel pain. But yet, when you're hurting others, you're destroying yourself. When you don't feel pain and you're, hurting, you're making them feel pain, that pain is about to come back on you. So in life, there's paths that we have to choose. The wrong way or the right way. So just as I had to choose to either be lost or to be found, to, to either go the wrong way or to get on the right way, I had to make a decision. And so if we are on the wrong way, the question is, how do I get on the right way? How do I get on the right path? Well, let's see what God's word says. If you can turn with me to Matthew 7 chapter. Some of you may be familiar with this passage. Don't know this. Matthew 7 chapter continues on with Jesus and the Sermon on the Mountain. And Jesus is just preaching and teaching just with a whole, whole lot of wisdom and knowledge just coming forth and, and teaching the people. And so Jesus gets down to this particular uh, uh, passage. We're about to look at verse 13 in Matthew seventh chapter and he and he drops this wisdom upon them and saying this that uh in the new international version says enter through the narrow gate for wide is the gate and broad is the road that leads to destruction you see that there it says enter through the narrow gate all right he so he told you which gate you should choose it reminds me of that, that the game show uh, 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 I, I forgot the name I think it was make a deal you know do you want what's behind door number one Door number two or door number three. And, and you will hear the crowd yelling, three, two, one. You know, you, know you, you had to decide which door you would choose. Same thing in life. Jesus telling you, you have to choose. But yet Jesus tells you which one to choose. The host did not tell you which one had the prize you wanted. You had to guess. But yet, see, see God does not want you guessing through life. Tell somebody, you don't have to guess in life. Tell somebody, you don't have to guess in life. Tell somebody else, you don't have to guess in life. See, see, God made it clear that, like, choose the narrow gate. Because why? Well, inquiring minds wants to know, right? Well, this is why. For wide is the gate, and broad is the road 
That leads to what? Destruction. Who here wants to go to destruction? When you see a road sign that says do not enter, how many just want to go ahead and enter? When you see uh, 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 bridges out, do you just go ahead and try to cross that bridge? You know, we should realize the sign is for what? My benefit. The sign is for my security, for my safe. And Jesus is giving us a sign. He said, enter through what? I'm glad you're with me this morning. All right. And so now, now look, look here. It says this. And many enter through it. Many enter through what? The broad gate. Mm. There's two paths to choose from. And, 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 and you see here that I'm, I'm going to stick a pin right there on 13 for a moment. If, if I see y'all still, still looking down. I'm sorry. I'm going to stick a pin right there for a moment. You see here, look, look. There's two paths to choose. First, he tells you to choose the narrow gate, and he tells you why you should choose the narrow gate. Did he tell you what was behind the narrow gate first? No, but he told you what's going to be at the end of the broad. Hey, all right. Why? Why? It's the broad path and the broad gate. Now, it's talking about a gate. It's talking about like a mansion or a palace. When he's talking about gate, he's not talking about, say, like a, uh, 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 as, you, as you may think, maybe just a gate into a front yard. But yet, oftentimes, the gate was the entryway into that person's major palace. And so he's saying this, that you see a broad path and a broad gate, you're thinking that's a great mansion. I want to be at the end where that big house is. And, and that's how society grabs us. It makes you think that there's a great reward at the end of this. But yet, what's the end of that? Destruction. Sin equals death. When we're involved in sin, we're just headed towards destruction. Sin destroys whatever it can. It'll try to destroy marriages. It'll try to destroy your job. It'll try to destroy your household. It'll try to destroy your children. It does not care. It just wants to touch and destroy. But yet, we get so caught up going the wrong way. Why? Because we're happy going the wrong way. You think, no, I'm not. Yes, you are. That's why you're going the wrong way. When we make wrong decisions, we make them, but we don't think they're wrong when we make them. Do we? That's why we do it. If I gave you rat poison and told you it would kill you, would you take it? But if you decided to take it, you knew what was going to happen. You see, we make wrong decisions, and, and oftentimes we make them knowingly, but sometimes we, we make ourselves forget that what the result's going to happen. How do we make ourselves forget? We allow sin just to creep on in. If God is true, Satan is a... So he's going to mix up lies so much we start believing they're true. This is rat poison, but it would only kill you if you take a certain amount of it. So if you just take this amount, it won't hurt you. That's how sin gets you. That, that you know this is wrong, but you're not going all the way. Hello. You can just do it this one time. This is just my casual drink. You know, we're, we're not going to go all the way tonight. I, 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 I'm not really helping them sell drugs. I'm just being this lookout. You know, we think that if I'm just partially doing something, I'm okay. But yet... Sin is sin. There's no in between. You either you either you either with God or you against God. You you see, there's two paths. There's the narrow. There's the broad. Which one are you on? You cannot straddle. You have to choose. You can't be going both north and south. You either going north or you either going south. And when you're on that direction, guess what? You want to head to the that destination. 
You're going the wrong way. So what choice will you make? Which path will you take? How committed are you to look for this path? What do you mean by look for this path? Well, look, look, look at verse 14. Y'all with me now? But small is the gate and narrow the road that leads to what? We first find out that the broad gate leads you to what? Destruction. Somebody say death. death. All right. And, 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 and now you see that the, the, the narrow gate and the narrow road leads to? All right. And who find it? Few find it. Now, now, what does that mean? That means this, that you have to go against the crowd. You have to look for the narrow path. That means this, that if it's, if it's worth finding, guess, you know, I mean, worth having, it's worth working for. I'll put it to you like this. If I told you that if you had to go through climbing through this mountain and going through all this rough stuff just to have riches beyond your understanding, but yet if you take this easy road, you can just take this easy road and enjoy these riches, but you're going to die real quick. Which way would you go? Well, you know, we'd be thinking real hard, wouldn't we? The easy way or the hard way? Because we have to think that, Lord, I, I know what you have in store for me, but it's not worth that. So I, I, I want gratification right now. I want Sam to be happy right now. I, I don't want to wait. I want it now. So I take the easy way, not the hard way. The hard way means that, well, Sam, you may not be married till you're some years old. Hello. The hallway may be, Sam, you may not have this job till you're some years old. Hello. Me, me, Sam, you may not ever have a Corvette. Hello. You know, I really want, I can break the bank and buy me a Corvette, right? But that'd be the hard way. I'm sorry, it may be the easy way, but it's going to be hard on me. Because why? Then I'll be going from check to check just to play a note on a car. Why? Why? What's this car going to bring in my life? Oh, I got, Yeah. You like this, don't you? Where you live? This is my house. How am I living? You know, I, I would get so consumed with just fulfilling my life just for a car. We, we, we have other, we, have, we each have an object we desire in our lives. That if we allow, allow it, it will consume us. I catch myself now just driving, you know, the season's getting warm, and I, and I want a motorcycle as well. And I, and I, and I see people on motorcycles. Oh, y'all oh, praying now, huh? <laughs> and then I will stop and just gaze at the motorcycle like, man, what would it be like to get on that? You know, you know I, I, I just know I want to get on a motorcycle. So, but yet, if I consume myself with things that, that's of earthly value, I'm losing of things that's of eternal value. You know, I don't need to just jump on the bandwagon. I need to jump on the right way. You know, you know people say, I, I'm for God, but yet not, not only for us just to be for God, we need to be with God. We need to be where God is, because where God is, that's where blessings are. Where God is, that's where protection is. Where God is, that's where peace is. But where I am, that's just where I am. There's nothing else but me. But when I'm with God, there's so much more there. So you see here that I have to choose to be comfortable or maybe I'm about to be uncomfortable in my life. Jesus is teaching here that, that the broad path and the broad 
gate is going to, to lead you to destruction, yet a lot of people are on that path. And you may be looking around, you might be thinking, we're not heading to destruction because everybody's here. So if everybody's here, what's wrong with it? But yet, when we realize that, that we're being blinded, we're clearly going the wrong way. The Word of God is telling me that I need to go another direction. I need to stop what I'm doing and get on the right path. So let's, let's, let's look closely. How do we get the wrong way? It's because we were blinded by our own passion and desires. I, I, I left my mom because I wanted to go to the toys. Why, why is it that we leave the right path? Why do we leave God? Sex, drugs, alcohol, pride, selfishness, you know, success uh, in, the, in the world's views. You know, all these different reasons. We leave the right path and go the wrong way. You know, if I can cheat to get ahead, then I will cheat. If I can steal to get ahead, then I will steal. If I have to lie to my boss, then I will lie. That's what people do. And they have this sense of success in their heart, but you're empty all inside. Why they're empty? Because there's no peace in cheating and stealing and lying. The narrow gate leads to life. The broad leads to destruction. So those that have a life built on a lie, it'll fall down. But those that have a life built on the truth will stand. It'll stand against storms. It'll stand against anything that comes against because they cannot strip away what God has given to you. The world thinks if I take away your house, I take away your car, I took something away from you. But you think you can have that because I'm not going to take that with me. But, but God says, store yourself, you know, riches in kingdom of God, that, that where the moth and the thief cannot destroy. So, you see, you can take all the world away from me, but yet I'd rather have Jesus than silver and gold. You see in here that, that, that Jesus tells us to seek the narrow gate. And, and now I'm going to give you a couple of verses, throw them out to you. Uh, Hebrews uh, 11 and 6 says, And without faith it is impossible to please God, because anyone who comes to him must believe that he exists and, and that he rewards those. Somebody said reward. Rewards those who honestly what? Seek him. So he will reward you by seeking him on that narrow path. You, you may not see that narrow gate, but you know, Lord, I'm earnestly seeking you. And your reward, guess what, is at the end of the road. You know, uh, uh, you can think of that song, Somewhere Over the Rainbow. You know, I, I know I'm on my way. Uh, I'm going to cross over Jordan into cramped campground. You know, I, I, Lord, I, I know there's something better on the other side. I tried my way way too long, but, Lord, I'm, I'm tired of going the wrong way. Uh, I want to go the right way. I, I cannot see it, but Lord, it is faith. It is faith. So, so God will reward me because of my faith towards him. Acts 17 and 27 says, God did this so that men would seek him and perhaps reach out for him and find him, though he is not far from each one of us. You see that God is not far from us. He does things in our lives that we will seek him and draw nigh to him. Things do not happen in our lives just by coincidence. I don't really believe in coincidence anymore. I believe that God works things out for a purpose. It wasn't just coincidence I bumped into you today. I, I ran into you for a purpose. Was it just coincidence that Jesus showed up? 
Was it just a coincidence the apostles happened to run into him? Was it just a coincidence that Paul fell off his, his, his donkey and was blind? You know, I mean, I'm sorry, off his horse and was blind. Is it just coincidence? No, it was God moving. You see, oftentimes we're going the wrong way and we're missing the movement of God. Why? Because we're moving away from God. You cannot find blessings. You cannot find peace of mind away from God. I know the world may, 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 may persuade you that you can have peace and joy by doing what the world says. But guess what? That was just yesterday. But tomorrow the world may change. Well, it's going to give you peace of mind. But I'm here to tell you that God is the same, that Jesus says he's the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end. So if he was the same yesterday, he'll be the same today. And guess what? He'll be the same tomorrow and the day after the next and the day after the next. But yet the only thing that's changing is you. But, but are you changing for the good? But are you ch are changing for the bad? Because each and every day you have to make a choice. To either deny, of, deny yourself or give yourself to Christ. So you need to realize this, that each and every day the Bible tells that we need to deny ourselves, crucify the flesh daily, and carry the cross. That means this, I can't carry the cross the wrong way, but I'm carrying the cross when I'm going the right way. When, I, when I'm dead to the flesh, I'm no longer going this way, but I'm going that way. And, I, and I'll be saying, thank you, Lord, for showing me the light. And I'm walking in the light. Another, another scripture, Matthew uh, 7 chapter and verse 7 says this, that this. Uh, Jesus says that, ask and it will be given to you. Seek and you will find. Knock, the door will be open to you. You see here, if you're seeking God, will you find him? You see, I, this is what I like. How many here played hide and seek before? Did you find everybody you was looking for? But you're looking for God, hallelujah, you'll find him. He's not hiding from you. You seek, you shall find. Guess what? His door's never locked. It'll open up. You see, God wants to have a relationship with you. But yet, we got to stop going the wrong way and go the right way. And when we're going the right way, things start just happening. Things just start falling into place. So life. Is at the end of the narrow path. And when it says life, the life is meaning a life in Christ. And when you have a life in Christ, that means eternal life. And so when you have eternal life, you will realize that you're gaining more than what you think you lost. Those that may not be Christians, you might be thinking, before I can make this commitment to be a Christian, I, I first have to put myself together. I first have to get right or... I can't never go to church because I got to dress up. I, I apologize today. I just feel like putting on something nice today. But you don't have to dress up to come to church. You don't have to fix up anything because Jesus will fix it for you. You take your broken pieces to him. You take your broken life to him. And, and what was broken, he will make whole. And I want you to understand this too. What you had, what was old. God will take and give you new. The old way of living you thought was great, <laughs> he will give you a new way of living you'll find was awesome. <laughs> it won't compare to what God has in store for you. The eyes have not seen, the ears have not heard. My God, I can give you above, above what you could ask or think. See, God is above and beyond our capable mentality. You thought 
you are headed the right direction. But God knew you were headed the wrong direction. You thought you had it all under control. But God has all things under control. Why did he die? So that we can live. He said that I have, I am, Jesus says, I am the gate. Jesus says, I am the way. You see, you catch that? So not only is he at the end of at the path waiting for us, he is the path. There's no other way but through Jesus. I'm, I'm glad about it. Because straight is the gate and narrow is the way which leadeth unto life and few. There be that find it. So he's telling you that be part of that few. <laughs> be part of that remnant. Be part of that chosen. Don't be a part of this society that's going in the wrong direction, but be part of me. The church is not the building. The church is the body of believers. We should be a part of the body of Christ. And, and who is our head? Who is our commander-in-chief? Jesus. And so if Jesus takes us to war, we're going to come out victorious. If Jesus takes us to a foreign land, it's not going to be a foreign land. It's going to be our homeland. You've seen this? Because guess what? You already are an alien if you were in Christ. This is not your home. This is not your home. You're going to leave this place and go into another direction. <laughs> but while you're still here, he wants you to live your life for him. Don't live in the flesh, but live in the spirit. You see, Jesus wants us to know the way. And, and, and going through the narrow way, there's going to be persecution. There's going to be trial. There's going to be suffering. But yet Matthew 5 and verse 12 says this, that rejoice and be glad. Because great is your reward in heaven. For in the same way they persecuted the prophets who were before you. You understand this, that you will suffer. You will go through pain. People will persecute you. Talk about you for no good reason. But you're not alone. They did it to Jesus. So why wouldn't they do it to you? They did it to the Son of God. They, they called him a liar, called him a blasphemer. They said he was not the Son of God, but he was. And so that's why he kept on pushing on. Because he knew greater was his reward in heaven than here on earth. He knew that man could not give him anything. No could man take away anything from him. Because what God had put in him could nobody take away. I want you to understand today that God has put something in your life. That God has put something in your life that nobody can take away. If God is for you, guess what? Who can be against you? Greater is he that's in me than he that is in the world. So I'm going not, no longer the wrong way. I'm going the right way. I, I'm going to make a U-turn. Come back next Sunday. We're going to talk about a U-turn. But God, hallelujah, is the right way. He said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. Are you glad about it? Are you glad about it? Good God from Zion. I'm glad that God is in control. I'm glad that they strung them high and they stressed them wide. For me, he died. I'm glad. Oh, hallelujah. Are you glad about it? I want you to catch it right now. Catch it right now. That if you're going the wrong way, I, I, I don't care where you are in your life. I don't care how old, how young you are. Guess what? Today, today, right now, you can make a difference. Right now, you can say, Lord, hallelujah. 
I am so wrong, <laughs> and I don't want to be wrong anymore. <laughs> I want to be right, <laughs> and the only way I can be right <laughs> is if I be right with you. <laughs> and the only way that I can be right, I, I need to get right with you. When Jesus was hung high, and they stretched him wide, they pierced his hands, they, they pierced his hand and his feet, and they stabbed him in the side. But before they stabbed him in the side, he said to your Lord, it is finished to you, I commit my spirit. <laughs> he, he, he said all that. But even before we got to the end, he said, Lord, forgive them, for they know not what they do. Uh, Lord, I'm so sorry. I did not know I was going the wrong way. I didn't know that was the wrong way. But I'm glad today I know the right way. And I'm going to turn around and go the right way. No longer am I going to be living in sin, but living in your righteousness. Good God from Zion. I'm glad about it today. Lord, I, I don't want to be wrong anymore, but only through you can I be made right. There's no remission of sin, but the shedding of blood. The perfect sacrifice is Jesus. And guess what? He's not dead. He's not dead. They went to check the tomb, and they did not know where he went. But he told them, be not troubled. Did I not tell you I was going to rise again? Did I not tell you I had to go to my father? There's only one way. There's one way. is through Jesus. Don't go the wrong way. Go the one way. No right way. Tomorrow is not promised. Today is all you have. Today is all you have. I'm not trying to scare you. I'm speaking the truth. Can you tell me you want to see tomorrow? You don't know if you're going to make it home. But right now, right now, while you have breath, while you have a right mind, you can decide right now, Lord, I give my life to you. Lord, I surrender all. Lord, no longer am I going the wrong way. I'm going the right way. No longer am I going to be disobedient. I'm going to be obedient. Lord, today I choose to serve you. I'm going to say this. This is nothing dramatic. This is nothing uh, 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 very out of the ordinary. I say that every day. Because every day I got to choose the right way. Satan's trying to get you. He is trying to destroy you. He wants to break you down. But to Jesus, hallelujah. Jesus said, just keep on pushing. Tell somebody, keep on pushing. Because why? Jesus has life at the end. Jesus has your victory right there. Because greater is he that's in him than he that's in the world. And Christ, we are more than conquerors. Who can separate us from the love of God? I'm so glad that Jesus died on the cross. That, that our sins were nailed on the cross with him. So why did he die? Because we were going the wrong way. And only to get to the right way was through him. So why did he die? Because we were going the wrong way. And guess what? He's not dead. He is alive. If you want to be alive, you have to give your life to him. You have to. If you don't believe me, Jesus said it. You must be born again. So this is not what I'm telling you to do. This is what Jesus has told us to do. If we want it. I can't force you. I know I'm, I'm going to twist your arm and hunt you down. I'm sharing it with you. And if I see you on the street, I'll share it with you again. But it's up to you to make that decision. Every head bowed, every eyes closed. Here's the opportunity for you right now.
to make that decision if you've never made it before. I just want to lead you in this prayer. God knows your heart. Just follow this prayer. If you never confess Christ as your Lord and Savior right now, here's your opportunity. Dear Lord Jesus, I believe you died on the cross for my sins and you rose again on the third day. And I, Lord, I am a sinner. But Lord, I ask you to forgive me. And I thank you, Lord, for forgiving me. And Lord, I thank you for saving me. And Lord, right now, I'm also asking you to, to come into my heart and be my personal Lord and Savior. 